This week on Jesus Center Stage, we talk about starting the year off and the new Bible study that we've started and the importance of prayer in the life of a believer. not listen to apparently was though he slay me I by shane and shane it was one song oh it was shane and shane yes you should I have love listened. their name <laughs> did you know that one day they're probably gonna be shane and shane and shane yes just as soon as you can hunt them down and yes try to join their band anyways back to the subject there was it was it was part of the uh podcast that we listened to it today with our Bible reading. Mm-hmm. And so I went to listen to the song that she said was good. And so at the near the end of that song, they like quit singing and there's just music playing. And there's this sermon excerpt of John Piper. Yeah. And it is on point. And one thing that he said in there was that suffering never goes to waste. Yeah. And no matter what you're going through, if you lose somebody, if you're dealing with sickness, and we think, why is this happening? What? Why am I having to deal with this suffering? Mm-hmm. That God is doing something with the suffering. He is making you more like him. He is building his kingdom. He is always doing something with the suffering. It was really powerful. You should uh-huh. listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I do remember now um, hearing her say they had linked a song. Because uh, that was the first time that they had said that in the mm-hmm. Bible study. Um, yes, I went to find it. It wasn't. I couldn't find a link for it, but I just like Google, uh, like YouTube the song. Yeah, and found it. And then I don't know if the one she meant, like the version she meant, was that one because what, she didn't say who it was. What was by. the name of the song? Though he slay me. By Shane and Shane. Yes. All right. Well, I'm gonna go check it out, and since you've liked it so well, I encourage the listeners to go check it out too. Um. Here we are with episode 52. Wow. First one of the new year. And um, just a little uh, insight, we're actually recording this one very late. It's like past the time that it, <laughs> it normally comes out. Yes, and, it happens And sometimes. that's being because I'm on about day five of having a headache. And every day I think it's going to get better, and it just gets worse throughout the night. And we haven't recorded. And then last and night we, we got did. To go to church we got to night. go to church. Yeah. Um, thankfully, during that brief period of time, my head wasn't hurting so bad I couldn't like participate and pay attention. So uh, thankful of that. But um, you know, we. I guess a big thing that we've done for the new year. This is what the sixth. Um, big thing I'm we've not done for the it new year. You'll make fun yeah, of please you. don't. You butcher it every time. <laughs> um, that we started the new Bible study that we've been talking about, yes. and it's uh, it's been so good. It's it's like it's unlike any Bible study that I've been a part of mm-hmm. because there's there's uh, I guess three compartments of it and one being the video of uh that's been coming from the bible project two being the actual reading of the scripture in the bible app yeah and then three is um the the podcast that goes along with it and it's the last two days the podcast has only been like five minutes and something Mm -hmm. so it's not like we're listening you're listening to a jesus center stage podcast 
but doesn't it, mean you should quit listening to no, Jesus Center Stage. The the podcast <laughs> it, it 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 recaps what you read that particular day. So and it gives some like just cool things like maybe you didn't think about or didn't know. Yeah. I really enjoy listening to it. Yeah, did it's you been great. did you uh, listen to it the other day when she said, "If I talk too fast, you can slow mm-hmm. me down." I was like, "Girl, just keep it up." <laughs> <laughs> You're like the only podcast I don't listen to on fast forward. Yeah, if you put her on like one point five, she'll You'll be really something. going. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but we started started it the first day of the year, um, and then just this. Well, we're still kind of waiting for. It to get going, but we've picked up two more participants, so that's good. And I would just like to say, if anybody else wants to get in, let us know. Yes. Um, you don't even have. I mean, you're only six days behind right now, but you don't even have to do that if you just want to pick up wherever we're at. You're gonna be fine. You can pick up where we're at, and over time, read the first part that you didn't get. Yeah. It's it's not. I think the most we've had in one day is four chapters. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. not it's and not I've been overly listening to mine. Um, I have too. Yeah, I just Today uh, I listened to it twice because yeah. I didn't get it the first time. <laughs> in the in the Bible app that it's on, um there's most of the ver- you know, different people have different versions uh, they like to read of the Bible, but most of them have the audio function. Mm-hmm. Um and once you're in the once you're in the actual Bible study part of it, then you just hit play, and it will lead you through which scriptures mm-hmm. are there, so you don't have to worry about stopping and starting and finding which you know where you're going. It yes. is a chronological um, study, so we we do bounce around a little bit, um, but it's been really enjoyable. So if there's anybody listening that that thinks that sounds enjoyable to them, or they're they've been listening to, to Center Stage long enough that they think. I think I want to go a little bit deeper. Well, go go deeper with us. We'll be glad to have you. And it's, you know, you work at your own pace. Whenever you want to do it, you do it. And then there's uh, there's the option at the end of every study that if you have something you'd like to share, you just type it in. And then it, it goes on, on the app there for, you know, the other participants to see. And if you don't have nothing, you know, yesterday I didn't write anything. Um Today I wrote a little something. Today I had I listened and then I was like I ain't got nothing. Yeah. I better listen again. And so like the second <laughs> time I listened, I was like, okay, I got something. Your yours said you didn't have nothing, and mine said I was confused. <laughs> so <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, that's been fun, and we uh, I don't know. I feel like I had a good a good couple of weeks really. Uh, ever since we done the the chapter five nineteen night. Um, it seems like I have had a a reason and a purpose to be searching the scriptures, mm-hmm. and uh, of course now we got the Bible uh, study, so that's going uh, you know a few chapters each day. That's kept me in it. Uh, we've had a couple of great Sunday services that have uh, really intrigued us uh, to search the scriptures, and then. This past Tuesday, we was at the Union Gospel Mission, uh, which, once again, there was a reason to study mm-hmm. and a reason to share, and um, and it went really well. Uh, I had somebody say, look like you had a, a, a small crowd there, but, you know, it's been as little as two people. It's mm-hmm. been as many. I think one time we had 17, maybe, at the most. Uh, but this is a homeless mission that 
that houses houses people. It's not people coming in off the street. So uh, I think the other night we probably had eight or nine people somewhere in there, seven or eight. Something I don't know. There were six. Was there six? There were six. Okay. <laughs> Counting me and you. No. There's eight. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> because when I'm when I am preaching, I preach to myself, so I count. This is true. Yeah. So, okay, so I'll give you stop that. Stop discounting me. I'm so sorry. Uh, uncounting there me. There were eight people eight in attendance. People. <laughs> yeah. And I and I do think I counted up we had seventeen at the chapter five nineteen. And these numbers might sound really small, but considering what they are, uh, I believe that they're okay. I think so. You know, we're not having Sunday service, so you got anything to add before we get to our topic today? Mm, no. Uh, you ain't going to complain because it's cold. I saw, you, normally, anytime it gets below 70, you start. Okay, so since you brought that since up. Since I brought it up, I knew you were going to have really, something. It was rough today, I'll be honest with you, because it was so cold and it was raining. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was it was a little rough today. So I quit a whole hour early and you came want home. Ha- you want great news? What? I think it's supposed to be in the teens in the morning. I don't even like you. Mm-hmm. I'm not the one making it in that's the teens. That's terrible. Well, I can't not like God. That's, like, <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> so, so it's turned to me now. Yes. <laughs> I see. Um, well, let's that get in. It's cold. It really is. I don't. I, you know I love cold weather, but I don't even like it when it's like that. The cold weather I like is like 38, something like that. That's fine. Well, it was lower than that today. I don't think it ever even got to 38. Cause yeah, every time I, don't I, know. I think the high today was supposed to be 38, but every time I looked at it, it was like 36 feels like 31. Mm-hmm. Like this does By the not way, count. Uh, Zach sent me a little bit a video uh, this afternoon of their uh, a, their apartment or townhome complex there. Um, and they've got close to six inches of snow oh my up there in their parking lot. So, And I heard that the whole interstate up there was closed, uh, Interstate 24 that runs through there. They said it was it was shut down for the moment today, or for a moment today, because they couldn't get the snow off the road quick enough. So at least we're not there. And Yes, um, thankfully I'm not there. Yeah, and uh, I'm hoping and he don't that way. have to go out nowhere. Um so anyways, that's happened, and uh, we're looking forward, me and you are going away this weekend uh, for a little trip, so we're looking forward to that, but uh, I'm ready to get into the topic today, Let's which is prayer. Um, you know, even when, when we're not, when people are not believers um, uh, in the gospel, uh, even when, uh, I think people that are that lean towards being atheist even mm-hmm. there's times that you will hear them say well y'all pray for me or something along those mm-hmm. lines so there's a there's a underlying desire for prayer i think in in each one of us the bible tells us one place that god says he's written his word on our heart and i think also he has put he's instilled that desire of prayer of communion with him and um, that would be my my definition, I guess, of prayer would be uh, a place of communion with God. Would you, what, what, conversation. Yeah, conversation. conversation. To me, conversation is a good word because in a conversation, there's 
two people going back and forth. There's more, it's not just one person doing all the talking. And mm-hmm. I think that's also the hardest part of prayer is to sit in silence and listen. Yeah. But it's part of prayer to let him speak back to us. Let the spirit illuminate his word. Let him bring to our remembrance the things that we've read before, the things we've been taught before. And, and just for, for record, him, you said illuminate. Illuminate, yeah. Illuminate his word, yeah. It sounded like illuminate when it came out. Oh, I'm sorry. No, illuminate. Yeah. Make it brighter. <laughs> make it <laughs> make sense. Shine a light on it. Make it make sense. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think that's an important part of prayer. And I think it's it's very easy for us to go into prayer and do all the talking and then be like, okay, I'm finished mm-hmm. and go do something else. Well, what is in mainstream uh Christianity, prayer has turned into is is more or less taught that when you have a need mm-hmm. or a want, you go get it. You go to you go to prayer and you just ask for that. So a lot of prayers, unfortunately, I think, are um, dear God, um, thank you for loving me, and um, I need you know a new car, and I need. A boyfriend or a girlfriend, and I need this and I need that. Thank you in Jesus' name, Amen. You forgot all the fourteen times to say his name again. Yes, which is <laughs> not wrong, by the way. It just annoys you. It so. does. Okay, so a long time ago, I heard somebody say or pose this question: Why do we continually repeat his name when we know he's already listening? So, like. If you think about the way that we pray, we say, dear Father, or dear Jesus, or Jesus, or God, or whatever. We open with his name of some sort, whatever Mm -hmm. we're accustomed to calling him. And then we begin to talk to him. And some of us, I used to do this, so I'm going to put me in here. It took took, um, a conscious effort to train myself not to do it, okay? Because it's just, everybody does it. But we start out with his name, and then every third word is also his name. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you talk to somebody, like I heard somebody do this, like and start using another person's name in the conversation. So like you can imagine, if we were doing the podcast in every two words, I said, Shane, mm-hmm. everybody would quit listening, okay? It would be horrible. <laughs> so, and when I heard that, I was like, well, that makes a lot of sense. And then I started paying attention to how many times I readdressed him. And I'm not saying when, you, when you're praying and you think of a different name. He has, t- he has so many names. I did a study on that one time about how many names that he has. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I didn't get them all, but I had over 100. Um, so if you're praying and you say, I know that you are... Adonai, I know that you are Savior. I'm not saying like that. I'm saying like when you're every third word is Lord or God or Jesus. Or Lord God. Or, yeah. Or Father God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just heard somebody pray the other day. And like I said, it, it's by no means does it cancel out your prayer. No, it's no, just, no, no, no. It doesn't. a personal preference for you. Yes. But, yeah, I... Uh, because you've you've brought it up so many times, I, I did hear someone say, Father God, I just want to thank you for today. And Father God, I just you know want to pray for Brother Bob. 
and Father God and Father God and and and, and it just kept going. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so now, and it, it's, now it's not in like my you said. It's too. not that it's wrong. It's just when you when you have that mindset that this is a conversation. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when when we talk to each other, we either pause awkwardly when we're trying to collect our thoughts, or we say um. But yeah. when we're praying, we put his name in all of those awkward pauses. Yeah. Because we're like, okay, I'm like, I'm trying to pray, and I'm not sure if I want to say what I'm about to say, because he takes us seriously, in case y'all hadn't noticed. So what if, you know, what if this isn't going to come out exactly? And if if we're praying out loud and somebody's listening to us, and that adds pressure, mm-hmm. because what if they... You don't want silence. Exactly. So we put... We put his name back in there to fill that space. Mm -hmm. But that one, just another thing I've learned, and this hasn't been learned over like two times praying. This has been like years Mm -hmm. of of making a conscious effort to, to change it, to make it different. But another thing is when you're praying out loud, a lot of people are not comfortable praying out loud. Yeah. And one thing that helped me was to have the mindset, I'm not talking to them anyways. The people mm-hmm. around me listening, I'm not talking to them. So yeah. if I go off on a rabbit trail and they have no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> it doesn't matter because I ain't talking to them. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to give a, a, a drop a name here, uh, which I normally don't do, but um, we used to go to church with with a man named Dave Wynn. and if if anybody's listening that knows Dave Wynn, you can let him know that. He was used as an illustration on the podcast. <laughs> but I know we left church a few times, and it's like, I really love the way that man prays. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes at the end of service, pastor would say, um, you know, Brother Dave, would you close us out in prayer? And his prayer was, I guess you'd say, so informal. You know, sometimes you hear a prayer and you think, like somebody has practiced it and they have yes, studied dear, it. Yes, kind, gracious, heavenly and they, Father. Yeah, That's they, how my they grandpa speak in the, every prayer. in the King James uh, mm-hmm. language. But I, I, I know, you know, Brother Dave, he would open with prayer and he would just, you know, be like, well, Father, you know, I've, you know, I've been struggling this week and, um, you know, I don't really know what to pray for today, but I know you do. And he would just sit there and it was mm-hmm. almost like that, like you said, he forgot everybody else was there, and he mm-hmm. was just talking to God no differently than he would have talked to me. Yes, you know, and I greatly admired those kinds yeah. of prayers. And, and as he as he went through it, and he would say, you know, I want to thank you because you know the other morning when I got up, my leg was hurting. You know, just a little bit on the side of my leg was hurting, and then you know I prayed, and and throughout the day it, it kind of eased up, and I you know I really and I'm thinking that's so far from the Father God, we just want to thank you for your glory. You know, yes. and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just, it was just refreshing to hear yes. somebody just like, well, you know, my toe was hurting the other day, and <laughs> and you fixed <laughs> you it. You fixed it. Huh? <laughs> yes. Last night, another example of of this. Um, I don't know even how you said informal prayer, but I just like to me, it's just real. It's just mm-hmm. being real yeah. with God. Um. Last night at Bible study, one of the ladies prayed, and she said she thanked God for knowing what we're trying to say, even when we don't know what we're trying to say. Mm-hmm. 
And like that was part of her opening prayer. And I was like, that is real. That is, yes. Like, yes. <laughs> we yeah. need people who are, we need to get used to that, to just being real with him. And, yeah, we, you know, if somebody well, doesn't get it, I don't know how many times in teaching kids I would go off on some rabbit trail and lead it in prayer and I would hear snickers because they're like, they don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, but it also helped them to know when I pray, I'm talking to Jesus mm-hmm. and he's the one that's making sense out of it. He's the one who's putting it together. And I don't know if, if everyone is as scatterbrained in prayer as I am, but I'm glad he can put things together because I kind of pray the way I clean. One thing leads to another and you know, it just gets all. So you never, you never finish praying. Never. Because you never finish cleaning. <laughs> never. <laughs> I never. I never get it all done. Like, I never yeah. get it all set. And whenever you're cleaning, I, I already know every time that at the end of it, you're going to come in there and say, I don't feel like I got anything accomplished. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this this is exactly right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and, and why is it important? You know, why... Why even bring this up on on a podcast when there's so much what we could talk about with prayer? But I think too that sometimes when um, when you get that mindset that prayer is a very formal thing and you have to speak properly and you have to know exactly when and what to say, I think it discourages people from praying because they're not good at it. Yeah, you don't have and, to be good at it. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is. It's like we said, and you know, me, me and you both, you know, I can remember leaving and saying, I love the way that he prayed. Mm-hmm. I love the way that he prayed because it, you know, it wasn't just going through the motions, but it as was, he prayed, it, mm-hmm. it was, it was what was on his heart. It wasn't something, this is another thing. We get so used to praying that we pray the same things. Absolutely. Like we pray the same exact phrases. Like I challenge everyone listening to start listening to yourself when you pray. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, you use some of the same phrases every single time. Oh, yeah. And we get so accustomed to just saying it that then it starts, for me, it starts to lose its meaning. Because I've said this so many times. I did that one time with a prayer that I absolutely regretted because my prayer was, Lord, teach me to love like you love. That is not a great prayer if you're not ready for Mm -hmm. learning to love people the way that he loves. Yeah. And it became a prayer that I just repeated. Like I just said those words because, hey, you know, teach me to love like you love. It sounds nice, right? Mm -hmm. Until he actually starts teaching you how to love like he loves. And then it's not very comfortable. No. But that's why it's important. Like, don't just, like, it, it needs to be real. And if the real doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. Just be real. Don't repeat something somebody else has said. Don't repeat something that you've coined one time because the first time you meant it and then you're just like, okay, let's just keep going on this line. Mm-hmm. Don't re- don't be repetitive. I'm pretty sure that's even, hang on, you start talking, I'm finding <laughs> something. <laughs> no, um, and I think you're headed to Matthew uh chapter five or six um no and and i think there's different kinds of prayer like every morning before i leave for work me and you pray and it's usually a 15 to 20 second prayer 
And those prayers are kind of repetitive, but it is that is that you're, type you're, of prayer. You're That's pretty good about changing it up, it's, though. But it's, it's kind of praying time, to start our day, and we're praying for protection throughout the day. We're praying for safety because we're going out into the world. And so those are things. But then I also pray myself before I get to work. Mm-hmm. And, and I really try my best to pray in the moment. And sometimes it is what I prayed yesterday. And, you know, we've been looking for a church, and, and that was something that was getting repeated a lot, was, Lord, help us. Help us to see, mm-hmm. help us to know, help us to understand, and those kinds of things. But then at the same time, I try to pray in the moment, too, to remember to pray for, you know, uh, our children and to pray for our families and, and those kinds of things along the way. And so there are different kinds of prayers, but uh, we don't want to get in that routine uh, somebody we watched this the other day, I don't remember if it was in person or if we watched a video that was talking about prayer. Oh, it, well, it was Sunday at church, wasn't it? When he said, uh, it's not just uh, God is great, God is good. Now I lay me yeah, down to sleep. Lay me yes, down to sleep. It's, it's more, Yeah, it's mm-hmm. more, it's, it's more it personal Sunday. than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what I was looking for is Matthew chapter 6, when Jesus is talking about when you pray to to enter into the private room the closet whatever but then we can get back to that in a minute but verse 7 says and when you pray do not use meaningless repetition as the gentiles do for they think they will be heard because of their many words and flashback to that saying his name so often Mm -hmm. that's a repetition and he's already listening like it doesn't help if you say it more often you know um but it says do not use meaningless repetition and it's not that you can't keep praying for something if it hasn't happened yet. But make sure you're not just saying the words. That's what mm-hmm. the meaningless repetition is. Is You're just saying the words because you think if I say the same words and I make my prayer longer, then maybe he'll pay attention. And that's that's not it. Yeah. That's not, that's I, not how it I works. I think, too, in that particular verse, we got to look at the context of that chapter that he was talking about the Pharisees praying to get attention. Um, so if you're, if we're standing out praying to get attention and and he started that out by saying, go into your secret place, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where they was out praying on the corners and on the streets. And in my mind, I've always read that to be like, they was saying the same things over and over to make sure that nobody who, no no matter who walked by, if somebody walked by now, they heard how how good they were and they, then somebody walked by two minutes later they would hear how good have they you was. never thought about that uh but I've how always, good at praying they were yeah because they have the same two lines memorized yeah yeah so hypocrites <laughs> i've never thought of that before yeah that, that's how i've sense. always kind of thought of that but yeah it's it's not and and to kind of throw a monkey wrench into it there's there's a verse and i have no idea where this is at uh where the woman kept coming to the judge the, day the, after day the after widow day. and the unjust judge yeah day after day after day until he finally just give in mm-hmm. so you know it, it to me that's that's also saying it's not wrong to pray for the same things day after day no but it's the it's the it's when you god is great god is good let him thank for our food and that you're not even day. thinking about what you're saying exactly that's that's like what you, i think you need yeah. to think like we eat every day we need to thank God for our food every day. So this is something that we do a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's when we do it and we're not even paying attention 
to what exactly. we're saying. And don't don't think for a sec. I mean, I'm guilty. I'm like probably world's worst for this is when we're praying over the food and I'm thinking about 112 different things. You're thinking about those chips you're fixing to eat. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I I think that's I mean that's not good because mm-hmm. you're you're supposed to be taking that moment to actually think and it thank him and if your mind is a thousand miles away from actually being thankful and grateful in that moment yeah and I'm I like I probably am the world's worst because if somebody else starts praying over the food and especially if they take a long time you then when they get to the then when bad. they get to the end. I don't even know if they prayed over the food or not because mm-hmm. I've been lost track of yeah. what's been going on. And you are you you are quietly crunching a chip and salsa over there on the end. No, I'm not. That's <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I'm just saying, like, I'll call myself out on that one. Is is something yeah. that when when we take that because it's habit, mm-hmm. it becomes a habit that we do every day. And so instead of actually making that moment count, actually like thinking about what I'm doing and I'm mm-hmm. taking this moment out of my day to thank the God of the universe for letting me live here. Like Tara, yeah. Tara Lee Cobble says, letting me breathe his air and live on his earth, mm-hmm. letting me eat his food like that. That needs to be where my, where my brain's at in that moment. Yeah. And, and something I just heard this week too, uh, along these lines of prayer is in, in Matthew five, where the disciples ask him, I think it's Matthew, no, it's six. Ma- it's Matthew, Matthew six. six, yes. Uh, where the disciples ask well, no, Jesus. No, 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 That the, the Lord's Prayer is in Matthew six, but where they ask him to teach them to pray is, I'm pretty sure is in Luke. How does, what's leading up to the Lord's Prayer? What I just read, they do not mean, do not use meaningless repetition, do but not when be you, like But them, when you pray. But when you pray, pray okay. in this way. All right, well that, the is, other thing I think is in Luke. I just heard this recently that, uh, you know, Jesus starts out, he says, play, pray like this, right? Mm-hmm. And, all right. So he starts out with, uh, our Lord that, that are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Our Father who our, is in heaven. Yeah, our Father which is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Um, but that is a, a um, an outline of mm-hmm. how to pray. Yes. And I think so many people have taken that to, I've got to repeat this word for word. Our Father, which art in heaven, it's hallowed be example. thy name. Yes. And if you look through it, he, he's, he's given us, pray for those who come against you. Pray that you will have strength to forgive the others. Be thankful for your daily bread. All those things are but in there's there. There's a there's an order to it. I know I'm interrupting you, but I don't care. There's an order to that prayer, which is why it makes it an outline. Yes. Like you just mixed it all up. That's why I stopped you. Well, I'm going to disagree. If I pray and I thank Him for the food for for our daily bread first, and then I pray Him to help me to forgive others, I think we're still okay. Well, that's because that's how it is in here. Well, if I pray the opposite the, the way. The point is, the point is, it's it's recognizing him and his power and his authority first. Mm-hmm. You don't just come and say, hey, I need this stuff. No, 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 But no, you, no, no. You, you glorify him first. You worship him first. Yeah. And, you, you recognize and who he is. And submit to his plan. It yeah. says your kingdom come. Mm-hmm. And then Thy you go. Thy will be done. 
No, that's at the end. It says, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Oh, it does say that. Hang on, it does say it in Matthew. My bad. Yes. It does say it in Matthew. It doesn't say it in Luke. I was looking at Luke, which, by the way, the Lord teaches us to pray is Luke 11, verse 1. And the widow and the unjust judge is Luke 18. I looked it up. Anyways, it does say your will be done. My bad. Yeah. And then it goes into give and help. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that part of that outline is recognition of who he is and who we are in comparison to who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, and I do agree with that. It, I think it's very important that as we start prayer, we, first of all, address him. And then uh, also address him with reverence and and fear of the Lord, right? Uh, for his goodness, for his greatness, for his powerfulness, and and all those things. Um, but I think I think as long as we that was an outline, and and as long as we go through that in in, in that way. Not, I'm not saying uh, it matters my, my point, how we list our requests. No, my point being uh, through this all is that people have said we need to memorize the Lord's Prayer. and Because it's the perfect yeah. prayer. Quote, and and technically, prayer. technically uh, and this I'm, I'm stealing this from someone, that isn't the Lord's Prayer. That's, a, that's an outline of a prayer. The Lord's Prayer is really comes much later when he prays for the disciples and mm-hmm. says, Lord, these are the ones you have given to mm-hmm. me. They are not of this world. John 16, 17. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's the actual Lord's Prayer, but this gets called the Lord's Prayer. But anyways, that's an outline, but it's not... It, it, it's all started with the don't be repetitious. Right. Because now, at some point, somebody has said, well, if I memorize exactly what Jesus said to do, and I start out my prayer with, Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then I go into thy kingdom come, and thy will be done. And then I go into all the other things. And then I'm, I'm good. But you can do that and never have any heart in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, before I would repeat that, that, that exact wording, I would rather hear somebody pray like Dave Wynn does. Mm-hmm. From the heart and what's what what you feel yeah. and have a conversation with God because ultimately that's what we're doing. God loves it when we quote scripture. But we can quote a lot of scripture and never have any relationship mm-hmm. status with him because of it. I agree. I think the finally you the, agree with me. The knowing it's more than just saying the words. It's knowing what they mean. Mm-hmm. And knowing that you mean them when you say them. And yeah. I think too many times we say things in prayer that we don't mean. We don't understand. Exa- we don't even get what we're saying. And then when God mm-hmm. starts answering it, we're like, what in the world are you doing? Yeah, he, That's happened to me several times. I pray something and I'm not paying attention to what I'm saying. And then he starts answering it. And I'm like, what is this? And he's like, remember when you prayed? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, he said. Well, you prayed it, yeah, so said, here we go. Yeah, and and part of that I said just because it sounded like, like it would be a good prayer. Exactly. Yeah. So what am what am I got, what have I got myself into here? <laughs> this is why prayer is serious. <laughs> and sometimes I think, sometimes I think God has fun 
with us and just not like not makes fun of us but like he hears everything we pray even mm-hmm. when we're not paying attention to what we pray yeah and so he's like yeah she just said that mm-hmm. let's see what happens when i do that yeah 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 she's not gonna be ready for that <laughs> <laughs> Been no, there, that, done that. I need the right. T-shirt. And and I tell you, we're we're quite a bit into the podcast here, about ready to to close it. And I honestly thought that we had like ten minutes left because I had a, I had some scripture I wanted to bring in, and then a um, a I didn't story. Even get to my favorite prayer verse. I, where did time go? I don't know. Yeah, we we will we'll we'll pick back up on this, but uh, just just to end with the importance of prayer is, um, and and if you've been around church, you've heard this, so, you know, just bear with us. But in throughout the Bible, the disciples followed Jesus, and they saw him turn wine into water. They They saw him do what now? Water in the wine, (laughs) yeah. I I was was, uh, sobering people up there, wasn't I? I'm sure he could do that, too. Yes. Um, (laughs) He can turn wine into water uh, for those who struggle. Uh, But anyways, they seen him turn uh, water into wine. They seen him walk on the water. They seen him cast out demons. Mm -hmm. They seen him heal blind eyes. Uh, They heard him preach to Mm 5,000 plus people. They seen all these things and heard all these things. But as far as I know, the only thing that we can see in our Bible that they asked him to teach them was to pray. And I think that comes back to, and you looked at me like I'm, I might be wrong, but no, I, can't I, think, thinking, I can't think of another thing. I that was they thinking asked of how, how they observed him. Yeah, I mean, they asked him questions about what does that parable mean or those kind of things. But to actually read and what they said actually. There was something about his prayer life yes. that intrigued them. Yeah, and, you know, we see so much where it talked about Jesus going away mm-hmm. to pray. And they must have thought he's been gone for hours and when he comes back, they see... Or days. Yeah, or days. And they, But when he comes back, they see something in him of strength, and they see something in him mm-hmm. that... I mean, because he, he was 100% man, and there was times he probably walked off just wore out mentally, emotionally, and those kinds of things, and then he come back refreshed, and he came back, you know, mm-hmm. with, with something about him, and, and they seen how important... You know, they, they, they loved him, they was committed to him, they followed him, they died for him. But through all that, they said, you know, or I'm thinking, they, they looked at him and said more than walking on water or, or healing someone, his emphasis every day is to talk to the Father. Yeah, and there's got to be we, something to yeah, that. We need to know because, you know, having grew up as, as, as Jews, they probably was taught certain prayers, and they probably repeated them mm-hmm. like what we're talking about. And all of a sudden, here's this this man who has got a a direct line to God because he is God. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, he's not doing it the way that we've been taught in Hebrew school to do. Yeah. So now we're going to ask him how to pray. So that that is, uh, I mean, a testament to why prayer is important. Also, if if the Son of God needed it to the extent that he did, then how mm-hmm. much more do we need it? Yeah, 
Yeah, and and you, and you say to the extent he did, and and I really think we do need to continue on this because we can even scratch the surface on it. But when we do see him pray, and we see some examples in the Bible of intense prayer, mm-hmm. and all the way up into the garden where the blood and the mm-hmm. sweat came in, we always hear that blood, sweat, and tears, meaning somebody give it their all. Mm-hmm. But Jesus, he's the originator of that. And it didn't come through, through hard work. It didn't come through playing sports, but it came through prayer. Yep. And we see that. So. Uh, but we have we have went a long time here and how hardly even touched anything. So um, we'll just make it our commitment to maybe maybe next week or maybe the week after something. We'll try to come back and and dig deeper into to prayer and Jesus's prayers, and we'll get to your scripture of your favorite prayer scriptures. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, once again if you want to join us in Bible study just reach out to us and we'd be glad to add you in um, on our uh, version study so keep Jesus center stage in your life